0: We're back. Good evening, everybody. Hope everyone's doing well. Welcome to the Monday night's Big Footy Tiger cast. Bit of a surprise show, kind of come up. Well, I'd always thought we would do a show about the draft, um, but I had been pretty time poor and not really planned it overly well. So it kind of came together very last minute, but I think it's worked out well because a few other things have popped up today in the Richmond media sphere um, in a very timely manner that we're able to talk about too, which has turned out very, very nicely. So good to see a few people in chat already from uh youtube welcome kano's in chat uh sarge who else has we got another
1: talking to each Min. other michael
0: <laughs> min's in it yeah as what's going on how are we all doing um but cb welcome back to the show mate how are you doing
1: good thank you good um yeah i'm pretty much no bugger all on this one i've been very preoccupied with uh cricket and work and a lot of other things so I'm looking to learn a lot tonight and I'm very excited and I hope the viewers are as well but Grok and Michaels I hope you've been going fantastic and all the viewers out there hope you're flying hope you're going well lads. Uh,
0: Absolutely and before we go over to Grok now a lot of people who watch cricket would have seen the heroics of Glenn Maxwell uh, the other week hitting 200 just could not move now I have heard rumors that one uh, CB17 might have you know, peeled off a cheeky 50 with an injury as well, just channeling you in a maxi.
1: Yeah, yeah, might have asked if Skirls jumps on tonight. He'll he witnessed it. Yeah, might have uh, might have torn a hammy in the first sort of eight overs or so and then um, batted for another 15, 12, 15 or so overs and yeah, went okay, went okay, but uh, certainly not the Maxwell standards. And um, yeah, I'm old, I'm old, <laughs> that's all. A, a, a 50's a 50, so that's, uh, that's all
0: that matters. Uh, and Grok, welcome back, mate. How you doing? Yeah, going well,
2: going well. Good to, good to be back. always. This I find this time of year pretty exciting as a as a draft watcher and sort of keep tabs on some of the youngsters, so this is sort of my Christmas, so to speak, so I'm looking forward to it.
0: All right, so to give a little bit of background of what we're going to do tonight, uh now I'm I mean, I'll use your username first. If you want me to reveal who you are,
1: let me know. Otherwise, I'll keep it as vague as possible. Because so I know, you know, it's obviously your EKCV. There's just someone there in the chats, mate. You want, might want to take them out. They're plugging their business in there. You might want it to. It doesn't.
0: Uh, it doesn't let me from Twitch. Which, yeah, it's ridiculous. Which is annoying. Which is annoying. Oh, okay. um, Apologies. I'll, yeah. Okay. No, no. I I saw and I tried to do it, Would but it, um, if I get it up on my Twitch thing as a mod, do you reckon I'd be able to delete it? Possibly, yeah, possibly. Killer. So, Kill what we're going to do tonight is we've got someone who's a very good family friend of the Tiger Car show, uh, Min, and also the Pink Panthers. And he works in AFL circles in the draft and recruiting area and talent identification. Um, and we've been very, very lucky enough that he has actually sent us through his mock draft. So, this is all of his hard work, all of his talent scout notes um many many hours like the hours he does is ridiculous um for for all of this so he's been very kind enough to send through his mock draft now i don't i won't go through the full 60 odd or whatever we went up we got up to but i think we'll at least go through the first two rounds especially because richmond's picks don't sort of kick in the play until the second round uh and we'll add in some comments along the way and i think grok might have some thoughts about who we might take and be interesting to see if it differs to uh to mins or not and, and cb i'm in the same boat as you mate and i'll be learning a hell of a lot so we'll go through some draft stuff first so and then we'll talk about the uh other richmond stuff that's took place in the media today but um the draft so the draft actually kicks off next monday i think it is the 20th of november which is just the first round uh and then the on the tuesday the 21st is when they do the second round or all the other rounds so they're doing that split format again um do we think that works i'm not sure I'm not sure what they're trying to copy, but I'm not sure if that... I think they spend too much time talking. If they just actually got on with it.
2: Yeah, I think they've they've sort of changed it over the past five or six years where the top 10, they sort of focus on interviewing them after each pick and, and things like that. And then, yeah, it's more just about the, the talent scouts, I guess, providing um, viewers with, with an overview of each player as they get picked in the first round. But yeah, I think dragging it out over... Over two days um, isn't necessarily the greatest idea, but I suppose with um, the live pick trading being introduced, I suppose it gives yeah. clubs that extra time to sort of formulate deals if they need to.
1: I, I agree with Richo three one two one for the record. It's a <laughs> wank.
0: It's a wing, yeah.
1: <laughs> Love the draft. Hate the two nights. And Vince, yeah, fair enough.
0: All right, I'm going to flick over to a, a spread a spreadsheet. A spreadsheet that was sent through. Um, so I won't be able to see any comments coming through, but if anything jumps out, just shout out, fellas. So maybe maybe I'll read through the first 10, and if there's any comments or anyone wants to put something in chat, uh, feel free to do so. So this is a, a mock draft as of, what, 25 minutes ago. I think Min sent it through to me. So it's pretty live based on all the research and everything he's done. Uh, so we're pretty lucky to have it given you know the, the job he does. So round one, he's got pick one, West Coast Eagles, Harley Reid, who's obviously a uh, Vic Country, a hybrid player. Pick two, Gold Coast, Jed Walter from the Gold Coast Suns Academy. is a key forward. Pick three for North Melbourne, Colby McCutcher, Tassie Devils, an outside midfielder. Pick four for North Melbourne, Zane Dersmer, Gippsland Power, a hybrid forward. Pick five for Hawthorne, Daniel Curtin, Claremont uh, Utility. Pick six for the Bulldogs, Nick Watson, uh, Vic Metro Eastern Rangers, a small forward. Pick seven for the Suns, Ethan Reed, who's another Gold Coast Academy player in the ruck. Pick eight for the Ds, Nate Caddy, who I know we all wanted to try and get him to slide to Richmond. Uh, Northern Knights, a hybrid forward. Pick nine for the Giants, Coltine uh, Falstrap, if I've said that correctly, from WA, a midfielder slash forward. And pick 10 for Geelong, Connor O'Sullivan, Murray Bush Rangers, a key defender. So that's... That who Min had in the uh, in the first ten, um, I suppose the one that I want to talk about first is the Harley Reid one. And what I find fascinating about this is North Melbourne doing all these fanciful trades to try and get the pick one to get Harley Reid. Why not just lose the game in round twenty four, whatever it was against West Coast, and you would have had it? Like you've just created an unnecessary shitstorm, and you would have had him. It just blows my mind that they even went down that trade path. When uh, yeah. When they could have just lost the game and no one would have blinked
1: an eyelid. Having said that, mate, Zane Dersmer at pick four, absolute gun. <laughs> they won't they won't miss out with that kid. He's a star. He's very good.
2: Yeah, the, the pick four is the interesting one because they'll 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 have two options north in uh Derzma or Curtin. Yeah, he's and been highly rated as well. Curtin, yeah. I'll be happy with either one. Curtin is an absolute beast of a defender. Um and I personally think that they will take Curtin only for the simple fact that they've lost McKay. Yeah. So I, I do think that they, they like do needs based need, they, they, they need another defender coming through. Although they did sign Biggie, but uh yeah, I do think Curtin's just too good to pass up. I, I don't think that um Derzma is much of a pressing need for them.
0: Yeah. Uh, now, Travis asked, what do they mean by hybrid? I'm guessing that means someone who can play defence and forward. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Would be, would be how I interpret that. So, I but, uh yeah, the top ten will be fascinating to see how that play- plays out. Nate Caddy, disappointing that he's probably going to go early because I know you, you spoke highly of him early on, Grok.
2: Yeah, um, Caddy I've, I was sort of the one where I knew we were probably no chance to get him, especially after we traded our first. The yeah. one that I am so disappointed in is Colton Thalstrup. He's my absolute favourite player in this draft. And if he goes to GWS working alongside Toby Green, they're going to be very, very hard to stop as a forward. Thalstrup really? is okay. is is an athlete, is, is a beast of, of a player. Just long kick, like really hits the scoreboard hard. has got great athleticism,
1: strong, can take a mark. He's, he's the complete package. Wasn't he... Grock wasn't that one. That was one that Talks had a bit of interest. That, that's the one we we're trying to trade into to get, wasn't it? The key forward yep, yep. in Western Australia. So, yep. so yeah.
2: So we were we were trying to trade up for Thulstrup and George Stevens, who I'll touch on a bit later. But Stevens is looking like he might slip. So yeah. maybe not so much.
0: That's a good call, James Racing. If GWS are getting, we'll just trade for him after as one of our feeder clubs. So it's <laughs> a very good call. All right, I'll jump back across. We'll go now through picks eleven to twenty. Uh, so Min has gone with if, pick 11, Essendon, Ollie Murphy from Sandy Dragons, who's a key defender. Pick 12 for Adelaide, Caleb Windsor from the Eastern Rangers an outside mid. Pick 13 for Melbourne, James Leckie or Leak. Uh, they're from the Tassie Devils, a medium defender. Pick 14 for the Swans, Zane Zaktol... Zaktol... Zane, any danger of some good surnames. <laughs> uh, key position utility. Pick 15 for St. Kilda, Riley Sanders from Sandy Dragons, an inside midfielder. Pick 16 from for the Hawks, Will McCabe, uh, South Australia, Central Districts. Is, key is defender. that a father-son? Is
1: that
0: a father-son? It doesn't have it listed there. I'm not sure if that's a possibility or not. I mean, if you're listening, you can maybe clarify, but I'm not sure. It doesn't say. Yeah. Um, pick 17 for Adelaide, Ari Seanmaker. Is that a relation to Ryan Sean? Is that? Same bloodline for the uh <laughs> Tazzy Devils, uh, key position utility. Pick 18 for the Bulldogs, Jordan Croft from Calder Cannon's key forward. Pick 19, North Melbourne, Lance Collard from Subiaco WA, a hybrid small forward. Do I love the hybrid small forwards, yeah. Uh, and pick 20, GWS, Harry Mattea from Daniel Stingrays, rebounding half back. Yeah, so McCabe is a the father-son. There you go. Okay. Is a father son, so that's going to be. Uh, it's interesting that North Melbourne going after another hybrids. What else? Small.
2: Although Collard is freakish. He's in a very similar mold to Bolton. He's just got that X factor, electrifying sort of highlight reel, and a bit like Shays, a bit bit undisciplined, bit of a bit of a hothead and can can give really? away some. And dumb free kicks. So the comparisons with Bolton are, are very, very apt at this point.
0: Very slight framed, but freakish talent. Um, any other players of note in that second batch?
2: Uh, yeah, Zach Ostelsky is very much a player who can play forward or back. From um, WA, yep. Yeah, he's he's... If I can put a comparison to one of our players, he's sort of like Bolte. He's got that that tremendous athleticism. Can play forward or back, even on a wing. So, if Sydney get him, they'll they'll be pretty set with with uh, McDonald and um, and a couple of their other young, younger 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 tools. So, yeah, very good pick for them
1: if they do 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 get him. Be uh, honest, uh, you you right? to actually be able to say his name, didn't you? <laughs> Yeah,
0: no, I struggled there. <laughs> so Collard is around 181 centimetres, so he can play small or a little taller. Uh, David said he's a beautiful kick. I'll give him that. So there we go. So he's uh, Who are our hybrids? Sounds like a purposeless car. <laughs> all right, I'll go through the final names to round out the first round picks, starting with pick 21, North Melbourne. I know we all know this, but Jesus got a lot of picks inside the first 26. If they get these wrong, they need to just pack it in. Uh, Archer Reed, Gippsland Power, Key Position Utility. Pick 22, North Melbourne again. Mitchell Edwards, Peel Thunder, Ruck. Pick 23, Collingwood, Logan Morris, Western Jets, Medium Ford. Pick 24, Adelaide, Riley Hardman, Swan Districts WA, Medium Defender. Pick 25, St Kilda, Charlie Edwards, Sandy Dragons, Outside Mid. And pick 26, Carlton, Tew Jayath, Kiwi power, pacey half back, rounding out the first round.
1: Relative of the guy uh, place plays for yes, CJ Hawks. Is it?
0: Yeah. 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 Okay. His brother. And who is quite pacey in his own right as well. So that's yeah, that, that would be a, a good a good selection if pairing up Bassard off the back line.
1: The, the young fella has a leap on him. Can yeah. Pogo, go? Like he can he can jump yeah. vertical vertical leap. Very very strong. <laughs> yeah I've seen so it. so <laughs> it's good yeah.
0: would he would he be someone that could potentially play senior football year one or, or there, are there anyone in this in this first round that you'd say needs needs development time or would you say these days most of the round one picks in some capacity should be aiming to get games not necessarily round one but um have the ability to to crack into the senior squad from the get go
2: um i th- i think archer Reed probably won't play uh, uh archie reed probably won't play around um, footy next year. Again, young, talls generally don't unless their they're club's screaming out for them. I don't think um, North is desperate for that if they do get Reed. Um And probably Collard may get a game towards the end. Again, still very slight framed and with his talent. Um, yeah, probably don't want to risk him. But all the others who are very solidly built, um, yeah, every chance to play games next year.
0: All right, we'll uh, we'll take a look into the second round now, which is obviously where some of our picks, I think two of our picks start to come into play, uh, which is nice. So round two, kicking off with Gold Coast, pick 27, Jake Rogers from the Gold Coast Academy, inside midfielder. Pick 28, the Eagles, Clay Hall, Peel Thunder, medium defender. Uh, Mm -hmm. Pick 29, Geelong, Angus Hasty Geelong Falcons, a winger. Pick 30, Carlton, Ashton, Moyer, Glenelg, South Australia, a hybrid Ford. So now we get up to pick 31, which is what we have down as the first pick for Richmonds uh, And Min has gone with George Stevens, Greater Western Vic Rebels, Vic Country, inside mid. Uh, I won't go on to the next ones yet, because uh, we'll stop there because it's Richmond-based. But George Stevens, what do we know about him, lads? And anyone else in chat? Anyone heard anything on George Stevens and your thoughts on that being a possibility?
2: He, uh, he's definitely one that we are keen on. Um, there's been a lot of talk about us trading up because there was interest from Adelaide, early doors. Adelaide were were, um, in the mix to take him with their first pick. Stevens is a big lad. He's 189 centimetres, and some of the draft websites have him listed at about 100 kegs for a midfielder. So he's a big barrel-chested midfielder, Um, loves to tackle, loves to find his own ball, very good around a contest, to um, to add
0: to add to your size comments, uh, 101 kilos as a 189 centimeter midfielder. If you don't mind,
2: yeah, he's ba- he's basically a fridge on legs. So move over Jack Graham with the fridge nickname. I think that's going to be passed on if we get Stevens. But um, yeah, athleticism. Not necessarily his strong suit, and his disposal can be a bit shaky. Which uh, with um, Uze's comments about drafting more. Um, players with decent kicking skills. Not sure that Stevens fits that mould, but again, he's just a bash and crash type mid and definitely so, uh, be the, he'll be the he'll be the player that takes over for Prestia. So will Prestia. he just
0: be an extractor, just getting and dishing out to yeah. the players we can yeah. use it. He'll be, so, more, he'll be more like a Crips sort of player in that, just get in, get the ball. So obviously just, the, the main question Mark's going to come up about his speed and endurance being that size. I, I know that's probably something that's, that's probably the easiest thing for clubs to train, I think, is by trimming someone down and getting the miles into the league. So we obviously mustn't be too deterred by that. But it sounds like some clubs have obviously had interest higher up too.
2: Yeah, but with, with his speed, the role that he plays in in being at the bottom of the pack, getting the ball, knocking it out, winning it for the others like Taranto and and Prestia, Bolton, things like that, he, his pace isn't really going to matter unless, he, unless it's in transition. So... Yeah, he, I think his strengths in, in a contest far outweigh his negatives. And he's definitely the type of player that we've been screaming out for ever since Shane Tuck's been retired. So just that sort of bull at a contest. So, yeah, definitely I think um, Stevens is is a very good fit
0: for us. All right, very good. Well, I'll move on to the rest of these ones. So pick 32 for the Gold Coast, Will Graham from the Gold Coast Academy. Jeez, i got a handy academy. He's a ruck. Pick thirty-three, Brisbane, Will Green from Northern Knights, who's a ruck. Pick thirty-four, Essendon, Phoenix Gothard, what a name. Uh, Murray Bush Rangers, hybrid small Ford. Pick thirty-five, Collingwood, Luke Lloyd, uh, Sandy Dragons, key Ford. Pick thirty-six, Fremantle, Cohen Sanchez. Surely Dirty Sanchez gets up for the nickname there. Uh, East Fremantle, small Ford. Pick thirty-seven, Sydney, Caden Cleary from the Swans Academy, is a midfielder. Pick 38, Essendon, Will Dawson, Gippy Power, key defender. Uh, Pick 39, West Coast, Joel Frazier. Well, I might have said that wrong. Great, uh, from the Victorian Rebels, is a winger. Pick 40, the Bulldogs, Uh, Luaman Leal, from the Rebels, half-back. Pick 41, Brisbane Lions, Taylor Goad, South Australia, a Ruckman. Pick 42, St Kilda, Cooper Simpson, Dandy Stingrays, a midfielder slash forward. And then we get to our next pick, Richmond, pick 43, as it will be after all the other selections come into play. And Min has gone with Kane McAuliffe from North Adelaide, South Australia, a goal kicking midfielder. A goal kicking midfielder, which we, everyone loves, a goal kicking midfielder. So, uh, Kane McAuliffe, anyone in chat heard of Kane? What are your thoughts on Kane? Uh, Grok, CB, if you've got any thoughts. And Min, if you're in chat, any additional thoughts as well?
2: Uh, McAuliffe is another one who does some very good work in a contest very much can win his own ball Um, his contested game is is very well rounded and he's a he's a very penetrating kick that's the one thing that probably separates his game from a lot of the other contested players is his kicking penetration roosts the ball Um, definitely loves to tackle but uh, and he's a solid size at 186 and 100, uh, 186 centimeters and 87 kilos. So he's still he's very solid, ready to go. Um, probably just lacks a little bit in his uh, hurt factor. Um, a bit, bit like to, um, Tom Mitchell in a way. He doesn't really get much of the ball on the outside. Uh, but when he does, he generally does sort of use it well. Maybe could probably use it a little bit better. But yeah, definitely another one um, that I think will that'll that'll be solid for us long term.
0: Goal yeah, well, we always need goal kicking mids. So what do we, I mean, what do we think the likelihood of someone like Kane McCall of sitting there still at pick forty
2: three? I reckon it's pretty solid. I think um, Adelaide might be a chance with some of their selections. I think they're crying out for someone like him, especially with Rory Sloan getting on and and players like that. But yeah, I definitely, um, yeah, I definitely think he's is likely to be there. If not, he'll be taken um, within a couple of picks of either before or after us if we decide to go in another direction.
0: Okay. All right, I'll read out the last couple for round two. Uh, pick forty four for the Hawks, Kalscheur, dear Sandy Dragons, key Ford. Uh, pick forty five, Melbourne, Melbourne, Harvey Johnston, Sandy Dragons, outside mid. And pick 46, GWS Will Patton uh, from South Australia, a key defender. Um, I won't go through round three. Well, I'll, I'll skip ahead to round four, which is where our next pick comes in at with pick 58 once everything gets pushed back a little bit. Um, pick 58, he's got... Can I help you know? <laughs> pick 58, he's got Richmond with Sam Van Royen from Claremont WA as a key forward. Now a key forward is interesting because it's something that we definitely need. Have you guys heard much on Sam?
2: I, I haven't heard, but I think um, it's I think it'll make a lot of people why did we pick Gibbs Gibkiss over Van Royen? You know, those those comments from a couple of years ago. If we get Van Royen, I think that'll that'll make him happy. Be a very good uh, project player.
0: So I'm
1: trying to open up a link.
0: Is uh
2: always there, well. there.
1: Um Nash any chance? What's the what's the story on Naish, Grok?
2: Uh, Charlie is rookie at this stage. Yeah, he won't get taken in national draft. He's he's got he's he's very much a project player. Um, yeah, definitely um, yeah, definitely a rookie prospect.
0: All right, so I was just trying to scroll through and see if I could find any more information on him, but I can't at short notice. But um, so that's yeah, what it sort of looks like for the our, our three picks. But you know, it's kind of it's a bit sucky. Obviously, we won't have much action happening in the first round, but it doesn't sound like it wasn't without trying. It sounds like we were trying desperately to trade up uh, into that first round, which can obviously still happen with live trading. Is there any any whispers on live trading on the night us trying to get up into higher higher pick areas? Dusty to Gold Coast for pick. Dusty to Gold Coast.
2: No, I I think um, our live trading is pretty much done. I think we're resigned to the fact that that we'll be taking some picks in the 30s. Clubs are just sort of holding out hope for some some sliders from sort of early days, Um, sort of like Ashton Moyer was one who was projected to be a top 10 pick about this time last year. And he's slid a long way, sort of like Sonzi did last year, uh, not last year, but the year before. So, yeah, clubs are generally hesitant to trade picks inside the top 20, top 25, because generally there's two or three players that do sort of tend to slip down the rankings um, as, as the year develops. So, yeah, I don't think we'll see us tr- upgraded. Though we, we are trying, but I just doubt it happens.
0: Okay, yeah, it's... We just don't have the currency, I don't think, but... Um... Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how that all plays out. So, Min, I thank you very much for sending that through. And he is about to send me the, uh, the profile for, um, for Sam Van Rooyen. So once he sends that through to me on the Discord, I'll open that up and I'll read it out. But um, obviously, at the top 10 to 15 are pretty self-explanatory. And I think from an expectation point of view, the plays that we pick up are, are probably not going to see much action for the next couple of years, I wouldn't have thought. Uh, would that be the general consensus, especially taking him sort of from the 30s onwards? Are we are we backing in the talent we've taken the last few years to now step up and then they can sign, they can start to feel the next wave?
1: Well, I think we have to, mate. We've we've got these guys, you've got Sonzi, Dow, um, Banks. You got you got these young blokes there in the wings that need opportunity. Even Hugo still you know, hasn't played, you know, he's played sub-20 games. There's a lot of blokes. I actually went back. And watched um, the Hawthorne game from this year only during the week. Um, and there's some really like it was Banks, isn't it? Banks played that game. Yep. Half-back line. Uh, yeah, Banks. Yeah, he did yeah. Yeah, and mate, he was um he was fantastic. And then you look a little bit of that Port Adelaide game, with was ice. There's some, you know, I think I think we're quite right to back some of those young blokes in, and then. Reload again moving forward. We had to we had to restock the midfield. Um, mm. We had to do it. Uh, and I don't want to lose Jack Graham and those guys, but there, there's probably going to be opportunities down the line for, for picks as well moving on as the list changes mm. and develops because we've got a new coaching group in there. We don't know how they view the um, list.
0: Yeah, so, exactly yeah. right.
2: I mean, yeah, the, the, the five picks that we took in 2021, obviously with Gibkes, uh Brown, Banks, um, all those players, most of them have played AFL football. They've, they've at least made their debuts and they've all looked at, at least comfortable at the level. Obviously, Gibkiss looked very, very good. Banks has shown that he'll be a quality player. Judson Clark, another one that's, yes. that's shown very much glimpses. Um, yeah I think all this stuff about we've traded away our future we've taken I think nine or ten picks over the last three drafts one of them was five like we there's no we haven't really traded away our future because we did invest so heavily in one draft that we covered a whole heap of areas um, over the park anyway obviously we took Gibs we've got Samson Ryan who's developing who's showing glimpses and again another year under his belt is gonna gonna be solid I think he'll def- he comes in for, for Jack. I think he he's definitely best twenty two now, um, yeah. I, and then of course we've taken some um, uh, some younger players. Uh, yeah, Seth Campbell. I'm very I very rate, I rate very highly as a, as a halfback flanker. Extremely good kick on 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 the kid, um, and especially if Baker gets moved around a bit, Seth Campbell is every chance to make his debut this year, um, as long as he can <laughs> keep over his injuries. But yeah, like I, I really don't think our list is in as bad shape as people make out. Like we're not. We may make finals if Flinch stays fit. We may not. But I think in a couple of years' time, when the kids come come good, we'll be right there about again.
1: Mate, Kazinski's um, only twenty three. He's one hundred and ninety eight yeah. centimeters and he's built like a brick shit house. You got to remember, yeah. his his debut year, he tore it up. kid Hawthorn. He can play. So yeah, uh, um, yeah. Don't discount him either.
0: No, 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 definitely not. So before we keep cracking on with, uh, with some of the current plays, Min has sent me through the profile of Sam Van Royen, who he's got pegged as our fourth-round pick. So I'll just read it out as it is, as it was sent. Uh, Claremont tall forward, 193 centimetres, 83 kilos. Uh, strengths, aerial ability, agility, kick penetration, and upside, improvements, consistency, and production. The younger brother of Melbourne's, Jacob Van Royen, Sam is cut from a similar cloth with a few differences. The largely key forward-focused younger sibling is still finding out his frame, or still filling out his frame at 83 kilos, but has elite agility and a great vertical leap. His older brother produced some promising games at AFL level for the Demons this season, helped keep his younger brother in the minds of recruiters. Van Royen Jr. is not the finished product just yet, with his production and four-quarter consistency still a work in progress. However, between his mobility and presence in the air. Yeah, there's pl- plenty to like about him, along with those traits. Van Ryan has a penetrating kick, and in the, in a the challenging spot inside fifty for Sand Sand Gropers, the Ford tried to make the best of it. So, a bit very much a project type player, uh, which is what you would fully expect uh, in the fourth round. So, you don't mind rolling the dice with those type of picks, and the key Ford is obviously an area we need some coverage in. I'm not saying he's going to come in and, and you know do anything. Wonderful straight away, but especially since we got rid of Bradkey, um, obviously Jack rewalt has gone and we're at one Tom Lynch injury away from hitting the panic button.
1: Uh, your mate that got uh, next. he's back in there and he's, sorry, he's talking shit again. If you oh, imagine.
0: okay. Yeah. Rosie, oh, last oh, last bye, Rosie. warning. Don't mind you watching, but stop posting crap. Otherwise, I'll ban you. So, uh, yeah, so there's the summary on Van Roy. But, uh, Min, again, mate, I want to thank you tremendously for sending through your mock draft. I know you've put a ridiculous amount of work into it, um, up at all hours and everything like that. So um, it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. So you, you've seen a lot of foot in, a lot of talent over the over the course of many years. So I, I really appreciate taking the time to put that together and send it through. So hopefully we get, get the ones we need. Um, all right, well, let's... Do we touch on Naismith? Uh, yeah, Naismith. I saw um, I saw his photo posted on the Richmond Twitter page that's he had his first session at the club today. I didn't see anything about Kaczynski, though. Did he train today? Yeah. He did? I didn't, yeah,
2: didn't see I'm pretty sure it. Nay
0: Smith Nay Smith is an interesting one, isn't he? I mean, he had a pretty good year at Port Melbourne, I think it was. Um, sounds like smart insurance, really. Like it, it doesn't feel like it's that yeah. outlandish. It no, I
2: mean yeah,
0: and and yeah. with with Soldo going,
2: like it's either like, it's um, if if Nank gets injured, it's either throw Bolter in the ruck full time or Ryan, and it, neither one of them is gonna be gonna be your number one ruckman for a full game for a full for however long Lynch is out for uh Nank's out for, so yeah, Soldo definitely, uh, Na Smith definitely a solid backup and. If if he can get over his injuries like he did at Port Melbourne, he's he's a decent quality AFL
1: ruckman. So I think we've got a good one there. I reckon the Rosie's had a good run, mate. It's time to uh, yeah. That's it. Enjoy yeah. your life, Rosie. Been a pleasure. Beamer out of here. <laughs> Beamer out of here. Bye bye. All right. So uh, as we alluded no, to, well. though, um, wait, what?
0: Coliner came fifth in the time yes. trial.
1: Yes, really. He
0: did. Yes. The dude's had an epic back injury, which is what kept him out of playing all of last year. He just couldn't get himself right. That's fascinating.
2: It doesn't surprise me being a basketballer though, with the way they have to cover the court for we have a long up and down just repeat efforts. So yeah, it doesn't surprise me that basketball that a basketballer was um, there. Speaking of basketballers though, did anyone see Oliver Hayes Brown at training today?
1: Yeah. So, so I'll cite that the source was um from uh Punt Road End and obviously the track watcher there, Caesar. Um, and there's a few comments in amongst there that apparently the big uh the wolf man struggled a bit by all accounts, yeah. But he's a project, yeah, he's another project player. So, what are you expecting?
0: That's I don't mind project players and like for what it's worth, I know Kalina was a project player as well, but I actually thought he showed some good signs in his first couple of games before the back injury kind of crippled him. Um, I think it was to do with his sheer size that they weren't sure how long it was going to take for the muscles to fully recover uh, the back being such yeah. a, a very precious, you know, part of the body. Yeah. Um, so for him to be up and running and doing that is, is pretty amazing. That's um, that's very, very
1: good. combo, you know, All that stuff. That's fine. But let's talk about the real sexy part of today. Gibkiss. Returned the man that that Luke Meehan personally tried to kill and destroy. Amputated. <laughs> Amputated Lazarus. Leg. Lazarus. <laughs> <Let's>, um, <laughs> Gibcus.
0: What a sight for
1: eyes. I mean Gibcus doing the time trials, thank God. So and did the,
0: he did he go get treatment? Is that did that happen? Yeah, or did the
1: Yeah, yeah okay, he went over to,
2: he went over to Qatar, I believe, a couple of days after the the best and fairest. Correct me if I'm yeah. wrong. Um, and, yeah, he's back. And the thing that pleases me is they said that he, that he was going to have an interrupted preseason. They said he was not going to do the full preseason. And the fact that he's back day one doing the 2K time trial shows very well, promising signs.
0: Wouldn't even care if he came stone cold last. Just the fact that he was out there running it um, ticks a huge box. And just how much of a beast does he look compared to the other younger kids he was next to? He just looks like a really matured body which I know he put on a lot of size last year and obviously we didn't get to see it you know, in all its glory. But yeah, that's hopefully, fingers crossed, touch wood, everything that um, they, they get that recovery right because someone mentioned earlier in the chat that him coming back in next year, hopefully, is like a brand new draft pick because yeah. we, we've not had him for a year and a half and we know the impact he can have on the team uh, and the flexibility it gives us, dare I say, for a bolter or, or a gibbous to go forward if need be to mix things up. Yeah, and it, it just yeah. needs it just needs one good year,
2: and I think that's that's it for Grimes. I think Grimes definitely struggled this year at times. So Gibkiss coming back is definitely going to help out the backline tremendously, especially with Tyler Young, with Young, Bolter, and Gibkiss down there. That's that's our backline
1: sorted for the next eight nine years. Correct, all right? Um, and you go. to oh,
0: yes, me. Yep.
1: The, the the other exciting news is um, Tom Lynch will be back running in the old G machine in, within about probably three weeks, so um, big sexy will have a limited preseason to a degree, but he'll get a fair chunk of it in. So um, to have Gibkiss and Lynch available for round one selection, barring no interruptions, is just automatically we are such a better team already it's, structurally.
0: It's but, yeah, and congratulations so to Lynch as well. He just yeah, got married, by the way. Absolutely.
2: So Lynch is categorically out of the moon boot. Yeah,
0: well, the wedding photos like, say oh, he's out of the moon boot.
1: Well, give give me in two weeks. We'll see. Okay.
0: Yeah, well, that's, that's what I'm saying. He's out of the moon boot and a
1: week later he's photographed oh. he's back in it. If you're watching, Luke, I'm just taking the piss. Don't no, get your knife and find out where I live, mate. It's all good. Mm. I still want me legs. Sorry. And um, Hugo Smith, I think he went up last year too, but won the 2K time
0: trial again today. But I don't think it was all the plays that were really, I'm pretty sure it was some of the young'uns. And apparently, Marlon Pickett was there as well. But Hugo's an interesting one for me because he's definitely got the engine, the pace, but just couldn't crack into the side consistently. Long-term view and even sort of this or well, 2024 view, do you guys see him as someone who should be trying to lock himself into the 22? Or is he still... Another season away from doing this, you're going to be in and out again. What are your thoughts?
2: He's he was being played out of position as a halfback flanker, in my opinion. Like, he doesn't he doesn't have the defensive capabilities and he doesn't, doesn't he's not accountable enough to be to have a direct opponent. So, I don't as a halfback flanker, I don't think it worked in his in the first couple of years that he played where he was showing some really good signs. It was in the forward half of the ground on the wing, pushing forward, kicking long range goals or passing it into the 50. So, I think um, if he does play, Maka spots in in a bit of strife this year if he continues to show, you know, what he did today. And as much as I love Maka, um, I think he's another one that's sort of in the twilight of his career. Um, and yeah, I definitely could see um, uh,
1: Hugo making the wing spot his own at some point this year. Yeah, um, June Tobacco is just that dickhead reincarnated for the record, if you want to get rid of that one as well. Um, I think that Jack Ross took the opportunity last season that Hugo couldn't. And um, I think Hugo's got some terrific attributes. Um, but I, yeah, I. The question is, like, do, are they going to do something like put – so probably with Uzo, you don't know what, you know what they're thinking. Like, I would think McIntosh at 32, he, he's, you know, they'll be looking at his position. Is he 32? No. McIntosh, 30? Uh, he was drafted in the same draft as Dusty or the yeah, year Yeah, so 31, 32. Oh, yeah, yeah, 31, yeah. yeah right? should... And Marlon Pickett's 34. So, so in my eyes, if you're looking at two spots that are open for the Tigers – it's it's the wings. It's the wings, right? So you're not out of line suggesting that Hugo, there's got to be an injection of pace there somewhere, or you know, something will change. I mean, Jack Jack Ross played some filled, good footy on the wing.
2: He filled filled in the Lambo role as that transition mid from between the yeah. wing mid and
1: and forward line, which I I think he played extremely well in that role. Yeah, I think I think he found his spot. So no, there's some. Opportunities there in that Tigers 22 yep. for the young blokes that want to take it, like Trezise, Banks, I would say Hugo, those blokes, they've all got a shot at it somewhere. And
2: of course you've got Dow, who I think comes straight in for Cochin. I think, yeah, he he cemented his spot over the last three or four weeks of last last season. And his his ability in traffic and that little burst of speed that he has really stood out to our one one pace midfield being polite. Very, very, very slow midfield. So, yeah, Dow, I think, was, yeah, very, very solid. So, and, he, and, he think,
1: option. and disappointing for Sonzi because you think Sonzi went have a hell of a pre season. He's missing the first four weeks, right? Which is just bitterly disappointing, but hopefully he learns, right? Well.
0: Yeah, I've got, still got high hopes for Sonzi. I'm hoping he, he comes on, but uh, a few people have noted that Cumberland did look. I know it's pre-season. But it looked very upbeat in the video that the club had. So he's obviously being very engaged and um, getting involved with it all. The the other highlight for me was the um, the old grey fox, Chrissy Newman. He was looking good out there. That's looking sharp. Jesus, looking he could he could chuck a jump on, and go play. Same as Zebul. If we're ever in trouble, need some depth. Zeb's can uh, <laughs> jump jump on out there and play. But it's uh, it's good. like you would love to know how often they've all caught up as a coaching group, what they've planned, what they're going to be rolling out like it's a it's a total new look for us on the training track and in, in the coaches box
2: just hit up the corner for a few frothies frothies he, and
1: match strategize well that's that's the question we'll ask too so we haven't had a show since what what does the audience think of um zebel's appointment into the coaching group i, I was wrapped yep. i think i think he will definitely add to the um definitely add to the group i think he's got something to offer
2: yeah that he was one of the most underrated players in the comp. Yeah, his kicking could be a little hit and miss, but, like, didn't take a backwards step, gave his all, and he'll teach a few of our midfielders to really go hard. Like, he was see ball, get ball, sort of bullet a gate type, and I think that's what our midfield's been lacking a little bit. And, yeah, I think he'll he'll really show him a bit of, of midfield craft, and I think that's really going to work for Hopper. I think Hopper's going to be the main benefit out of having Ball at the club, because they played very similar roles as midfielders.
0: It was very left field for me. I, I didn't see this one coming at all. Um, I like I like that he's straight out the game, so he actually has that really sound understanding and he can relate to the players as well. A lot, I think a lot better too with you know him being fresh out of the game. But yeah, he's always been a good leader for the Kangaroos. And I know his form as a player probably dropped away in the last few years being played in a wide range of positions that he shouldn't have been playing in, but um you can you can tell he's, it's something he's wanted to do for a while he's put in the work and um yeah i think it's it's going to be exciting to have fresh voices like I, I must admit early on i wasn't sure if we needed to go fresh or stay with what we knew in terms of mini um but the more i sort of see things and hear things now i'm, I'm really glad we went the way we did hmm. uh, Z, wonderful player oh, i'm the yeah, I sort of get what you mean, but he's still still a good leader nonetheless. Um yeah. I suppose the proof will be in the pudding, I guess, with
2: the premiership team pedigree for me, I think that's overblown. Like, does that make Nathan Ablet a better player than than Tony Lockett? Like premierships are a team thing and it's it's from a coaching thing. Like it's again, you've had plenty of horrible players win
1: win medals, so <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna bitch about this. For the rest of my days, Mason Cox is now a Premiership player.
0: <laughs>
1: I rest my case. Uh, uh, Greg, no, I think a few
0: people thought Naismith could go on with it. So It's a, it's a very sound backup option. I think it makes complete sense. Um, and like, yeah, Soldo gone. Biggie, who, who was probably the other backup ruckman for the VFL, gone as well. Um, but Kalina back is a huge thing too. So if yes. you're in are doing the ruck work, then... I mean, Samson Ryan's going to spend time there at some point, but he could be in the ones. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. Mitch Moore's there. thanks for that, Kane. Thanks for reminding us about that. Yeah, now, the, the other
1: new... five minutes one on that play. Two goals in about five he minutes. Did. And, he uh, did. He did. One.
0: There's
2: one, Frampton. Cox deserves one more than
0: Frampton. Oh, Frampton. Oh, my God, Richard. Don't start me on that. That is the most least deserving premiership medal you're ever likely to see. him. Oh, mate. But he's got, he's got one. He's got
1: one. <laughs> ben Marsh from Adelaide I've seen pieces of wood more effective than Ben <laughs> Marsh he was a premiership player in Adelaide and then he came to Richmond We thought he was a second coming across and he was oh God he was bad he was, he was worse uh, than Straub's O'Dwyer
0: Brad reckons that what we got for Soldo was way overs we did well draft wise for what we gained I, I agree I was actually quite shocked with what we ended up with for Soldo um, I didn't think we were going to push that hard because traditionally we've given up players relatively easily but I suppose the difference is that we felt he was a required player, and we actually believed what what we were saying. It wasn't just yeah. a, a throwaway line. Um, so I, I was, I think it was about as fair as a trade as you could hope for. If you're a Richmond supporter, like you can't come away from that disappointed. I don't think.
2: I, I still think that Soldo's going to tear it up at Port next year. I think if he I will mean, too. I, I think he's going to
0: flourish. It's going to it's going to hurt yeah. us. You can't blame I, I, him for wanting opportunity. I think for him, it makes sense if he's going to be number one, ruck. Right? I, I don't begrudge him whatsoever. Um, pers- but I think we we squeezed the lemon as much as we could, I reckon.
2: I personally, I think he'll have a better year than what Nank will for us. And that's the thing that hurts me. I do think long-term keeping Soldo was probably the right call uh, with Nank's injury history and everything. But, I mean, yeah, it, it is what it is. We, we got a decent output for him and let's... Let's sort of capitalize on that in the draft.
1: But, but you say also, uh, Michaels, that yeah, you know, we held firm. But the reality was, Port Adelaide needed him because um, they only offered Lysette one year. They needed a mm. ruckman, and um, I nice Lysette's another version of he's um, like another poor man's Nancurvis, almost. But, yeah, a very tough competitive player. But um, Soldo's come from a very good system, and. Um, I think he will fit the Ken Hinckley brand very, very, very well. I, I agree. I think he'll have a great... And, and yeah, good luck to him. I, I yeah. wish him no ill will. He was a very good servant for us. So, yeah.
0: Oh, for that's, sure.
2: That's where I hate Hawkins because there's yeah. no doubt in my mind if Hawkins didn't push him and he did
0: his knee, he'd be our number one rockman. Paul has just come up with a big call. He's going to go whirly and say Naismith will push Nank out and be our recruit of the year. That is a huge call. Well, I don't mind that call. Well, I'm not saying bad. Like, it's a I was. It's a huge call. It would be, I mean, yeah, based on potential.
1: It's interesting. Um, What do you think, boys? Should we go back? Do you reckon Uzo will bring back the one-captain policy? What do you reckon is going to happen there? Or are we going to stick with these 110%. Race? We won't have two
2: captains. Yeah. He's already said that he's going to talk to the players about that. So, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I definitely think they'll abolish it. And personally, I, I hope we go Baker as captain. He was He's the closest we have to Koch in terms of like on-field, like discipline, leadership, that sort of thing, standing up, setting the tone, doing those team things. So, yeah. I want Dusty.
1: I just want well, Dusty as captain team.
0: On our show before this one, there was some inside mail suggesting that Tom Lynch has been floated as captain yeah. as well. he was the other one. I, I agree with Baker, and I, I wouldn't disagree with Dusty either. Like, uh, yeah, but it, it can't be the dual captain. It just hasn't worked. Yeah. And as much as you love, you know, Nankin Grimes for stepping into that role and doing what they have to do, it just wasn't for them, unfortunately. It, yeah. it, it sounded like a great idea at the time, but it just didn't eventuate how we all had hoped.
2: The, the only way I think Dusty as captain works is if we get someone who's going to take over as vice-captain who does all the media commitments, because we both know, we all know that Dusty will not do... The captain's days and all, all all, that stuff, so um, that's
1: okay, though.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's Baker Vice.
1: Baker does all the I, media stuff, sci fi genetics. I actually don't mind the thought of uh, I wouldn't be upset if Taranto got it either. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see when I mean, they'll have to play out sometime soon, I guess. Speaking of Dusty, though, good segue and a very timely thing that happened today, where the the mainstream media finally caught up to uh, the Tiger Cast that uh, Dusty is already in talks to put pen to paper to extend McClure, extend, not leave. He is not leaving, uh, you knucklehead. Yeah, so McClure. we we um, I mean, I mean, was Manua. manure, manure. Sorry, no. sorry. Yeah, uh, manure. So we flagged this ages ago that he was never ever had any intention of leaving. It was always about extending his contract to smooth over the payments that are left to enable us to bring in players next year. Um, and that has always been the case. And now it seems to have finally caught up to mainstream media uh, as to what what's going on. But, I'll, you know, you can say we want about the show, but from where the info comes from on Dusty, it will never, ever be wrong when it comes from here. And I can't tell you why, but you just have to know from where the source is, it just won't be wrong. And it never has yeah. been. So the great yeah. man great man staying yeah i mean
2: anyone who at least knows of dusty and his relationship to his old man dusty his old man instilled in him loyalty was like the club treated did the right thing by you when you stuffed up as a youngster you stay and you repay them like and anyone who knows dusty and how close he was with his old man he's going to take those words to heart like, he's, no, yeah. he's not going anywhere at all. He's never going to leave. He's always going to be a Tiger for life. Always.
0: What well, I want to see Dusty just sort of hit hit the early season really hard. Just with that steely resolve. He's obviously lost his closest mates at the club in Koch and, and Jack. And, you know, that's, I suppose, what field speculation of leaving. Dimmer, who was like Dimmer, a father okay. figure to him in a lot of ways, gone as well. So he's had his core ripped away from him all at the same time. Um, so it's going to be fascinating to see what his response is like and if he really sort of takes on that leadership mentality and role, which he probably does inadvertently anyway with how he plays, um, but if he sort of really embraces a lot more. It, it, it could be, he could have one of the biggest years of his life, maybe not statistically, but from an impact for the club perspective. 30-5 and five against the Blues round one. Oh, wouldn't. Wouldn't we love that? Wouldn't that just set the dream alight?
2: Imagine if he comes out and does that, like the whole entire media landscape would like, yeah, lose their freaking minds.
1: Honestly, I'm excited. And I read one of the, the uh, comments earlier. I've got a nervous excitement about the Tigers for the first time in a long time, because all of a sudden we're going into a preseason without um, Jack and Koch all of a sudden. Like it's, it's, yeah, new it's like a new, almost like a new club again, isn't it? It's like we're starting yeah. again, but we could have a real quick bounce. There, there's no doubt about with, with, with what we've got on that list. Um, how a dickhead like um what's it, Josh Jenkins? I think he's still combing the MCG looking for him. <laughs> yeah. How
0: they
1: how he could make a call in you no. Know, this just shows you what the the, the media why they actually the Tiger cast flourishes and why these guys look like absolute gooses because a we don't bullshit you, we're not after clickbait. How anyone in November or whatever he said it, October goes, yeah, you know, to say any team could be bottom four is just stupidity of the highest order. And Josh Jenkins, you are a moron. Like this you, you're just a moron. That's all I've got to say on it. Yeah.
2: The way I look at it is next year's a free swing. Because this year we missed finals by the B's dick with some poor injuries. Obviously, Lynch going down and not getting back, Gibkiss, and we barely made finals. And that's with, with Jack Revolt, who couldn't run, couldn't lead, was a witch's hat for two thirds of the season. Let's be brutally honest. He didn't really offer much. We'll be a better side next year than we were this year. And we barely missed finals this year. If Lynch stays fit, we will challenge for finals.
1: But there's also that correlation of – and you said any team that has some off-field dramas, there's a correlation with on-field performance. Yep. And we clearly had it. We clearly yep. had issues. There was clear dissension between the playing group and demo, Like it was –
0: 100%. And, that, and a few people – I'm not sure if either of you have, but a few people I know that have read Cochran's book, it, it sort of very much alludes to that, that since the, the Gold Coast hardware, I suppose is yeah. marriage broke down everything like that that it was just never the same I don't think from a playing group perspective and that stood out in the performances it must, it, you can't sugarcoat it any other way it stood out
2: I mean yeah there was there was a little snippet from from Koch's book that was on the herald sun and it was basically admitted that after the 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 hub and obviously the scandal with with alexandra Crow and and uh, Daniel Hardwick and everything like that that Dimmer's, dimmer and Koch's relationship fractured and never really repaired and when there's when there is a fractional relationship between coach and captain who is there to to you know um, take on the responsibility of, of leading the the players being the players advocate between admin and and and, and players it's always going to be a tough tough ask for a football mm. club to
1: to perform well. Yep, same. I think it's great. Zeebel in, Newman in. I mean, Rap Morris is still coaching the reserves. I think he's been doing a great job there. Yep. Um, no, no, no. Yeah, and, and I think, yeah, you know, there's obviously been a big rush on Uzay. and if he brings a more attacking brand of footy, then bring it on, mate. I, I can't wait. I and think on, a lot I of us wait.
0: liked that, because I think all the talk was that he had to get reined in for being too attacking. So that sort of yeah. excites me a little bit. And Brad James put a put a strong
2: um, argument in there as well. We finished thirteenth, which means we finished in the bottom third. So we get two bottom six sides twice next year. So we've got an easy fixture. Yep.
0: Oh, yeah, I can't want leave a, it too. yeah.
1: Good, good yeah. call by Cap.
0: Um, Alex Rance so the Suns. Interesting. Dimmer just going full Richmond mode right here, getting as many as many Tigers over as he can. Mid season recruit,
2: mid season draft.
0: I tell you, it wouldn't shock me. It wouldn't surprise me
2: at all. He, he, did, he did admit in the the sort of interview about the position that he's still undecided on whether
0: he's going to pull the boots on again. So
2: he didn't well, say he wasn't.
0: When he was at Essendon doing his mentoring stuff there, I think everyone remembers in pre season he was out running and out doing everything yeah. of all their plays, and their supporters like, oh, how good this Ranty's. You know, doing this, doing that, he might play. It's like, yeah, hang blue on, blue what about blue? the rest of your actual, actual your actual plays are shithouse and can't can't keep up with him. This That's is what, all the oh, concern. This is
2: what premiership quality looks like this. Is what a player who can win finals looks
0: like. Yeah, so interesting. I, I wouldn't be shocked if he, yeah, seriously contemplated about that. But
1: he will not. I'd be amazed if anything. He might just play be a playing coach for the reasons or something. Who knows? He won't be playing yeah. soon. but I gotta say, his rig. He looked. The rig was looking pretty good. <laughs> I'll give him that. <laughs> He's looking pretty jacked. But, now nah, look, yeah, again, richer man. good luck to him. I wish him nothing but love. Good luck to you, Ranty. Is that right? Is that what we're up to, 7,008 yes. days for Essendon? Yeah. Wow,
0: yeah. how good is that? Keep yeah. that rolling. That's, that's so
2: good. It's old enough. Uh, the, the streak's old enough to drink now.
0: Uh, <laughs> uh,
1: oh, yeah, god. Doro, the master. It's, it's almost so Doro's time to shine. He's I, believe,
2: Keep I cannot on. believe he lasted as long as he did. Yep. Like they, they've refreshed the list, the coaching staff, the football department. The one thing that stayed the same since the streak started is Dildoro has been there.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's so good. It's such a good reminder. Well done. <laughs> All right, well, that is just about it. Um, thank you again, Min, for sending through your draft information. So for those who have just joined, I'll just go over the, the three Richmond picks that – have been projected by um, Min, who's one of our very loyal listeners, and he does work in the AFL industry with talent scouting and talent identification. Um, So he's been watching many, many games and many, many hours of the Coates High League and all that kind of stuff. So he knows his his shit. Um, So he sent through his mock draft to me 25 minutes before the show. So I'll just recap again the three picks that Min has identified for us. Um, And, yeah, I suppose you can go have a look at your own videos and research, and we'll see what comes to light. But pick 31 for Richmond, he had George Stevens from the Victoria Rebels, is a Vic country inside mid. Uh he's like what do we say? It was 101 kilos and 189 yeah. centimeters just 189, built like a shit shithouse? Yeah, 101,
2: yeah, fridge on legs. The, uh the pick
0: 40 of Mark Taylor, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, really? pick, pick 43. He had down Kane McAuliffe from North Adelaide, Is a goal kicking midfielder. And our round four selection, pick 58, Sam Van Royen, who is the brother of Jacob at the D's uh, Claremont's key Ford, who I dare say would very much be a project player, but they are, they are the names that I uh, mean, identified as being potential prospects for us. I'm sure there's other, you know, there's obviously plenty of other phantom drafts out there that would have some other names linked as well. But uh next Monday night is the draft round one anyway, and then round two onwards on the Tuesday. So, Obviously, not, not much action for us for Monday night, but uh, we'll all be watching very eagerly on the
1: Tuesday, no doubt. So, so, just just on that though, so you're saying Naismith, Ruck, Kaczynski, Key forward, uh, Van Rooyen, Key forward. Two, two midfields. midfields. Yeah. So, we're not looking at flankers all of a sudden. We're not looking at flankers or anything. We think we've got it. We're, we're loaded up with <laughs> flankers, aren't we? Yeah, <laughs> <we're> loaded <laughs> <up>. <laughs> so, so we loaded up. Which we used too. to do. So much so that Shorty, Baker,
0: they're all pushing up into midfield minutes.
1: Yeah, yeah so that's good.
0: Uh, it'll be interesting, hopefully. Is Shane Edwards still doing recruiting stuff with us?
1: Or no, he's he at Adelaide. Adelaide.
0: He's been Adelaide, oh, he's Adelaide. Adelaide, is he? Yeah, because oh. he flew over for um, Kocha's 300th. Oh, that's right, that's right. Jeez, that's such a shame. Oh, there we go. So that's, that is a wrap for tonight. Thank you so much, Jens, for jumping on. Much appreciated. And that was sort of late notice. But uh, there was just too many sort of rich, many things that happened today that, yeah, kind of allowed for some good talking points, I think.
1: Maybe we should do a Christmas show.
0: Oh, Cheers. maybe. <laughs>
1: hey. Jeez, you can, <laughs> d- you can dress up. Surely
0: you've got a costume of some description that you can pop on. <laughs>
2: Not the kind of costumes that would be suitable for the show.
1: Captain Blood <laughs> Captain Blood Army fans,
2: right?
1: No, worries. we will say nice. hi to Tiggs. EJ as well.
0: Um, so like I said, it's a little bit of late notice, so it's uh, yeah. kind of hard to get everyone together that late. But if we don't do another one before Christmas, I think we should. I think we should do one before do we Christmas. Do we react to um, a
1: post mortem? Oh, All right, right we'll post- do, we'll just do just a post post-draft. All right, we'll do
0: a post draft, and then actually, when maybe we'll leave it a week or two afterwards, because don't we do our campers and we and we do our little camp thing as well, don't we?
2: Yep. So maybe two weeks, maybe a week and a half after the draft, because you got the rookie draft, I believe, on Wednesday as well. Yeah,
0: and and they get thrown straight into wherever the I don't know where we're we're doing our camp this year, if they're doing one at all under Uze, but um, yeah, we'll uh, we'll do we'll do a one after all that's said and done, and we'll uh, catch up then. Three we weeks it, now. Guys. Okay, fair enough. All right, thanks, sir for tuning in tonight. Much appreciated. Thank you, CB and Grok. And until next time, go Tigers. Go, go Togues. the Aussies. Come on, Aussies. Go the Aussies. In that World <laughs> Cup.
1: Yeah, the, yeah.
2: moral victory. No <laughs> solar panels,
1: Pat. Solar panels. Change the world. Mate. Thanks, guys. And thank you again,
0: Min, for sending through your mock draft a legend, mate. Catch you later.